0: Welcome to Radio 5G, where we sort fact from fiction, conspiracy from falsehood, reality from the unknown. And by doing so, we change the collective consciousness of humanity. A production of CosmicReality.com.
1: All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Radio 5G. This is Michael Henry Dunn, and I think that on this same air, we are going to hear Nancy Hopkins. Good morning, Nancy.
0: Oh, Good morning, if I can get the mute off. Good afternoon on the East Coast. Yep, just yeah. by a minute.
1: All right. Well, we've got a couple of really interesting, compelling um, pieces of tape information uh, to share with you. One from uh, Mr. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. uh, whose book, The Real Anthony Fauci, is number one on Amazon.
0: Oh, it's really? It's the real Dr. Fauci? I thought it was Fauci Lies. I kept telling people. I think the title's Fauci Lies.
1: (laughs) No, no. It's The Real Anthony Fauci, number one on Amazon. Uh, And I'm, I'm amazed that he's able to get away with with that without them having to you know somehow rig the numbers um because the you know the mass media of course as we know does that they do that in google they'll drive down your your youtube numbers your google views if you are not being a good boy or girl and towing the uh, corporate line on various controversial topics but hopefully it has something to do with um mr kennedy's reputation, uh, and the lingering magic of his family name, particularly, you know, his father's name that he bears. Anyway, God bless the guy. And, uh, what's this other thing we've got here, Nancy, that you're going to share with us about graphene and 5G?
0: Yes. Um, this is a Stu Peterson presentation and I don't have the doctor's name in front of me. It's on the promo. Anybody that's in chat can see it on the promo. Um, and he, this this doctor is, um, Stu will kind of point to it, but he and a group of others that are not quite where where you think they should be, uh, you know. In other words, they're not really known doctors. I I don't know what it is, but it's like he's got credentials, but he's the one that found his group found the graphene in the uh, in the shots. Uh And so it's interesting to hear him as a look at, he he keeps saying, I'm I'm not in the, you know, I'm not the authority in this thing. All I'm doing is telling you what I'm finding and what we're seeing in it. You know, what it means within the technological uh, field of nanoparticles and what is all this graphene doing. I can't really tell you. But it's 15 minutes of, give, of get getting you to to getting the information out that this stuff is here. So it's it it's a little bit difficult because of the the uh, accent. But I think it's worthwhile. Otherwise, right. I wouldn't have done it. But you know. yeah, yeah. So, um, so listen to
1: that, and then we'll dive into it, and then we'll hear Mr. Kennedy.
0: Yes, and, and it's dive into that. 15 minutes. Okay, here we go. This is a Rumble Station, Stu Peter show, published November 29th, 2021. Graphene Oxide Wireless Network, a bioweapon shot contain wireless nanosensors.
2: Well, on this show, we've repeatedly mentioned the work by La Quinta Columna in Spain. That name means the fifth column, and it's a group of dissident researchers who've investigated these shots being falsely referred to as vaccines. Most importantly, they're the ones who studied a vaccine sample and found graphene oxide in it. Dr. Pablo Campra is a professor of chemical sciences at the University of Elmira. But he's also affiliated with La Quinta Columna and has dedicated himself to performing an independent analysis of vaccine samples. And now he's released his findings in three parts. Earlier this month, he put his full graphene oxide findings on ResearchGate. and His findings were clear. Using a technique called micro-Raman spectroscopy, he found ample evidence of graphene oxide structures within random vaccine samples. But Dr. Campra's follow-up research could be even more important, if it can be. In another ResearchGate paper, Campra speculates that microstructures seen in the vaccines made of graphene oxide could be components in a wireless nanosensor network. It's all pretty remarkable. So we're happy to have Dr. Campra on with us now to get some of the details. Thank you so much for being here from Spain. Yes, to you. Nice to, to, to be in the show. I'm a follower. Great. You. We're happy to have you. So we originally <laughs> reported on your graphene oxide findings. They were discovered by Dr. Jane Ruby. You're still convinced that graphene oxide is in these shots. That's indisputable.
3: Uh, definitely. Well, first to make clear, I don't belong to La Quinta Columna. La Quinta Columna is a channel of free information. And they hired me to, uh, they asked me to, to do this research and uh, to detect the graphene particles in, in vials because they have the, the theory that those vials contain some material that can be responsible for the, the magnetic effects, the magnetization of bodies, and also for the emission of Bluetooth codes. Bluetooth uh, radio waves from vaccinated people. So they asked me to to find the parent material for all the system that's supposed to be graphene oxide. And that was my role in the first level of the research. The other two levels is engineers, experts on this field that are doing it now. And they have uh, they managed to compare some images from my research, and they they claim that those are nano and nanosensors. So
2: it's an ongoing research, it's not my responsibility. So it was A chemical analysis ever done to verify graphene oxide? Yeah, what we did is
3: a spectral investigation. Once you get the micro Raman picture, you get the the photographs, and then you focus the laser beam on those bodies, and then you can be sure of the structure they have. So we detected the graphene structure in some of the nanoparticles that we were uh, screening in the vials.
2: Was the work ever replicated in more vials?
3: Yeah, well, we we had only uh, seven different vials from four different trademarks. And we managed to find this structure in 28 uh, nanoparticles out of 110 possible uh, graphene particles, according to their image. The the micro-rama is a technique where you match the image with the spectra. Then you can be sure that what you find is that
2: structure. So you guys came out with this. uh, It's been months now that you guys came out with this. We reported on it. There have been a lot of independent researchers, microscopy experts, scientists that have corroborated, yes, graphene oxide is in these. We recently had a Pfizer whistleblower on this program, uh, Melissa McAtee, who said – Look, here's an email that specifically tells the PR department at Pfizer from the top scientist over there uh, how to handle this graphene oxide thing being in there. So they're not even denying anymore, really, that graphene oxide is in these things. But fact checkers originally were all over this and they used, well, Pfizer said that it's not in there as their basis for fact checking you. So to those people... What would you say to anybody who doubts that graphene oxide is in these vials, in these bioweapon injections? What would you say to them?
3: Well, you know, there's very little free free research on this field. There's only a few people, isolated people, institutions, academy is out of this research totally. So uh, it's only a few people that is taking pictures of objects or nano nanoparticles that may resemble graphene oxide. But I uh, uh, I haven't found anyone who's done a similar analysis. So I claim that people like, for instance, Carrie Madek, uh, she had a great interview with you, or, or Bota, who are watching blood samples, they can use the same technique of micro Raman because I have seen some nanoparticles, uh, these dark uh, carbonaceous uh, lamps, these big particles. I'm sure those are graphene. And they just need to, to focus the beam of a Raman laser on those and make sure they have that structure on blood. I haven't done it, but I claim they could do it. So I'm sure anyone using the, the, this technique can detect this structure, just detect. Then we have to characterize it. There can be different types of graphene, the concentration, toxicity, we haven't worked on that. But uh, what we claim is that more independent researchers do this, the same and replicate our findings. Why do you think
2: it's so important that graphene oxide is exposed? I mean, obviously, it's a toxic substance. Why do you think it's in these vials? Well, first of
3: all, it's not in the list of ingredients. That's, that's important. And it, it's it been cited in literature as the basis of these uh, nano, uh, wireless nanosensor uh, wireless uh, networks. It's, it's, it's been cited in for 10 years you no? Know? So now some experts here in Spain, they have located uh, nanoparticles that might be part of, the, of this system. And graphene is the parent material of this system. So what we think, well, in my findings, I haven't seen um, the whole assembly of these uh, systems, but um, this system becomes self-assembly once injected in the body. So this is a new line of research.
2: Do you see – so there's been a lot of speculation about this 5G connectivity. Is that specifically what you're talking about? I mean, this is becoming less tinfoil hat, less conspiracy theory, and more reality as you dig into this? I mean, I'm relying on your expertise here.
3: No, uh, it's not my expertise, but anybody mm-hmm. can enter in, in the the blog of these experts from Spain. It's called corona to inspect corona to inspect they have um, presented this theory uh, according to scientific literature and matching the images from our work with images from literature. And they're sure that this system is possible nowadays based on graphene. And, and they're discovering every day new uh, elements of the whole network. So, we need to match this also with the, the Bluetooth signal from vaccinated people. So, it's the, the whole research is the three levels. Did you just My just say responsibility is only detecting it, you, detecting the parent material. Did
2: you, did you just say a Bluetooth signal from vaccinated people? They're emitting a Bluetooth signal. Is that right?
3: Yeah, that, definitely. There's a group in France. We, we're we in contact with them, and they're doing a, a, a more detailed research on this. But anybody can do a research on this with a simple mobile phone and, and a Bluetooth scanning app. And iPhones and Samsungs don't work, but you need a, to download a, an app. And you can get very easily this MAC code, M-A-C code. It's six letters and numbers from many people. And then you have to do the research of uh, be- making sure that they don't have a, a smart watch or, or headphones or uh, Internet of the Things devices that could uh, yield this, this image. And we are sure f- from this research that uh, this signal is real, is real. Not in all vaccinated people, but in a high percentage of people.
2: Why do you think it's different from some people than from others? Well, it depends. There's
3: a high variability in the vials we have observed also in the adverse effects. So, it's not an, an homogeneous uh, uh, jabbing. So, that's quite a big variability. And also, the system in some people gets installed and other people don't. For instance, uh, graphene is something that you can biodegrade with months of time. So, like in three and six months, you can degradate it. But if you get another jab, then you get the system again back. So uh we think some people uh, are more uh, prone to 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 install the system
2: than others. I just cannot get over what you're what you're talking about. My brain just keeps going back to this. Human beings are emitting a discoverable Bluetooth transmission. I mean, that is not supposed to be happening, Dr. Campra, is it?
3: Well, this is a literature. This system is has been designed and, and implemented long ago. Uh, the the new thing is that they are uh, probably injecting it to people uh, without their consent. So the system can be used to control your your neuronal uh, work, your 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 mind, your emotions. Uh, it can control uh, your physiology. It works. Uh, it's it's described in literature, but I'm not expert on this. But I think the expert on this should uh, take a look at uh, our pictures, pictures in in blood and try to um, unveil the system that we think, uh, well, it resembles what's called in the revelation book, the mark of the beast. It can do the same things. You can buy, sell things. It can uh, control and monitor your mind, your soul. So uh, I think something worth it to be in info for serious.
2: Here in the United States, we talk about things like critical race theory, transgender acceptance, the indoctrination of our kids in schools. There is an incessant push to get this injection into our school children, into our kids, presumably to control their thought process, their minds, because the indoctrination is not working. Or maybe in some homes, there's a mother and a father who vehemently oppose that and teach real core values to their children. Our military is being subjected to this shot. They're being discharged, possibly court-martialed and thrown into the brig if they're not injected. Imagine controlling the minds of an entire military.
3: Yeah, this is the feature of the mark of the Is This is that it has to be mandatory and anyone excluded from it will be excluded from society. So the technology exists, is described in literature, and we just need it to be mandatory. And then we have to think about which, uh, which time of, of the history we are living on. And you're a good Christian, I know, and Catholic, and we know this time is, is unique in history. So um, we think we might be very near to unveil this mark
2: unbelievable uh i i would like would you agree to come back for an extended sit-down interview with me where we can talk a little bit more in depth about these things because i think that i mean people obviously have been waiting for a very long time to hear from you on this research would you come back again for an exclusive with me with sit down
3: yeah sure i would be happy the problem is i'm not expert in nanotechnologies uh, i am I'm just working in the first level of research detecting this material and I think you should better uh, find someone in Spain, or there are, I'm sure there are many technicians in the U.S. who know about these systems. And they should save the if the images we're taking that are in my research gate. We're uploading all of them. They can save these elements, could be the elements of this network. But I'm, I'm happy to go back, but I don't have much to say about this system. It's not my expertise. It's just a working hypothesis that, engineers are working here.
2: I've got about a minute left. What is? Uh, what do you want to say? What's the most important thing that you want to get out here today?
3: I just tell people that um, they have to choose between the truth and the false. And Programs like yours, they help people to do it. So that's
2: what I have to say. Dr. Pablo Campra, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thanks. I appreciate it. People are shedding this stuff the spike protein traveling across the blood-brain barrier causing all kinds of neurological problems as this mRNA technology is used, according to Dr. Pablo Campra, to inject a nanocomputing device. Uh, the things that Carrie Miday was talking about earlier seeming to now becoming a reality is absolutely insane. The shedding is real. Who knows what's being transmitted from these people that are shedding? Keep yourself safe from that shedding as well as any of these chimerically engineered viruses that are being intentionally released to make us sick to push us towards more of these shots. But nobody wants to get sick. So prevent yourself from succumbing to this virus as well as any others, including Influenza B, by going to ZStackProtocol.com right now. It is Cyber Monday. And Dr. Zelenko says that you will get an additional... 10% off on all of the ZStack products, including the gummies for kids. Keep your kids safe against influenza. Any of the viruses that are out here affecting our kids. Nobody wants sick kids. But especially these engineered viruses that are getting more and more potent as they intentionally release them. Keep your kids safe. Keep yourself safe. Put this stuff on auto ship. Get 10% off when you go to ZStackProtocol.com and you enter the code CyberMonday. Go to ZStackProtocol.com. Again, ZStackProtocol.com. Promo code CyberMonday for 10% off. Put it on auto ship. Avoid the shipping delays. There's high demand for this stuff. Pre-order the gummies for your kids. ZStackProtocol.com. Again, ZStackProtocol.com.
0: I let that ad uh, run because I think it's important that people know that this type of, you know, supplemental benefits are available. Um, so what would you think about that?
1: <laughs> wow. Well, <clears throat> Yeah, it's, um, I, I wish he could have brought out a little bit more about how 5G may be interacting with this, but good Lord, what he did share is mind blowing. And it's, you know, I, inevitably, I, 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 in my mind, I go to, okay, what's the process whereby this graphene oxide is inserted into presumably, you know, all the vaccines, because what the doctor in Spain here said was that this was a random sampling of various ones. He didn't say it's just, you know, Johnson & Johnson or, you know, just Pfizer, whatever, that this was a random sampling of, presumably, it sounded, all of, you know, the vaccines currently being given. And so, you know, the question arises, Okay, how do they slip this in? What's the mechanism whereby, you know, in the manufacturing process, they have slipped this in? Um, it's probably the least of our of our worries right now. It's like, okay, you don't want to ask about how did your house come to be on fire? Just put out the damn fire. Um, anyway... It's not like every human being employed at C D C is, you know, some Luciferian demon uh injecting toxins into these shots. But but it is um I mean it's corroboration. It's it's kind of our worst fears, um, in terms of the Internet of Things that we were talking about here on Radio Five G more than a year ago. And the you know, the worst case scenario it more than it's like two years ago, isn't it, Nancy? I mean, isn't Weren't we talking about this, you know? Yes, with, it's
0: 2 years ago. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean with 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 Mark back in the day, you know, out of the UK, you know, warning us about <clears throat> once, you know, they've got the internet of things going. Okay, they want to, you know, put a bluetooth in your baby's diaper so that you'll get a, you know, an iPhone message alert if your baby wets her diaper. Well, yeah, thank God we definitely got a, you know, put toxic 5g into our baby's diapers so that we know half a minute sooner that they've wet their pants. Yeah, this is this is worth giving up our freedom
0: for. Um but this, good lord. Uh well, l- l- <laughs> last last week um I had to do a replay. So uh and I've replayed this a number of times Cyrus Parsa because that interview was one of the more let me say Unbelievable interviews I, I've had with anybody, because he was saying all sorts and it, it's, it's all sorts of things about the nanotech and what it can do and all. I mean, and, and he's been out there for a long time. So when they're referencing that there's, it, the information has been out there for a long time, I think I, I think of Parsas. You know, he right. he 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 he's telling people this, but there was no fundamental ability to be able to demonstrate exactly what he was saying in the way that they can now because oh well you're emitting a blue beam you know I mean it's like hey you know that's pretty you know in your face you know what he's talking about so um, it's just stunning to me that that the, the greatest the, the most far out concepts that I've encountered in 50 years of research and now it's all there and it's all real and it's no longer a conspiracy no it's a conspiracy on their part to do it to us our conspiracy right. doesn't exist we've been telling you this for forever um it's just it, it it's mind-bending uh, it's all I know is it
1: yeah well so so tell me about you know this thing that was... Advertised at the end there, you know. I always, I get a little bit of a glitch, a little bit of a, you know, um, suspicion raised when somebody goes right from, you know, uh, helpful information to a pitch. But hey, you know, if it's a good product and it's actually helping, why not go for it? What, what did you, uh, what do you know about that?
0: I, I was taken by surprise uh, when he started talking about it. it, and the first time I recorded it, I actually. Cut the, the thing, and then i I but it was still playing, and I'm going like, wait a minute. This is something that people have to know. If you uh, in 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 chat, you'll see the uh, promo for this show, and it's called it's wwwz, like in zebra stack. So zstackprotocol.com, and what it's got in there is the. Uh, qu- 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 quercetin in a I'm not exactly sure what that is but I think it's the hydrochloric one in a, in a slightly different I, I'm not sure about that but that that's what I've heard this word before and in, in that context so I, I'm not sure but the zinc the vitamin D and they put it all in you know the right package for people and it's been out there i've heard many other people talking about it so and and i trust uh, stu peters this guy is the, is the real deal and so if he's behind you know saying get this it's because he believes in it he's not a, he's not in it for the sales i mean yeah. Yeah. he's just not that kind of guy I mean, i've listened to dozens and dozens of his his programs and um so it's something to look into. Do your own research, you know. Do yeah. your own research. But this is the first time I've ever seen. I've heard the word ZStack protocol, but I have never seen a website that had the information. So, zstackprotocol.com.
1: Right, and another thing that I'd like to just mention in this context, I just sent you the link here now, Nancy, is uh, nanosoma. And this is a, I mean, it's, it's getting phenomenal results in terms of essentially lining up the body cells with the, our own, you know, divine birthright of self-healing. And um, our friend Reverend Maya in Colorado um, highly recommends it. And it is said to be uh, preventive of COVID and not only preventive of, of COVID, but it doesn't claim to be curative of any specific disease, right? Because they get taken down by, uh, you know, the FDA if they did. Um, but it, it does, I mean, there are fairly miraculous reports. One of the most interesting ones to me is that, and I put the, the link up here, nanosoma.net, N-A-N-O-S-O-M-A dot net is that um, what what Maya is hearing and and it's reported with some credibility is that it is actually able to help repair the damage done on the genetic level by the shots. Wow. And that, which is kind of a mind-blowing thing because, of course, the scientific literature says that, you know, when there is... um a genetic oh what do you call it not a malformation there's that uh, the word is escaping me but that it is you know it just gets carried down um the bloodlines forever but nanosoma um, is said to be actually uh restorative reparative of the damage done by the jab so for those people who are experiencing um vax remorse uh and i imagine there's quite a lot of them out there um so in terms of a, a, a preventive to keep you from getting it and um, to help, basically it's about strengthening the immune system. I'll read just a little bit of the uh, um, nanosoma, also known as uh, metadichol, is a nano emulsion of long-chain alcohols found in many foods. It's commonly called polycosanol. It's present in foods such as rice, sugarcane, wheat, et cetera. Nanosoma acts on nuclear vitamin D receptors – that are present in cells throughout the body to stimulate the immune system and inhibit a variety of disease processes. Uh, So anyway, I just wanted to mention that quickly. Um, I certainly hope it is. I'm planning on um, ordering some myself. And uh, the anecdotal evidence and what people are reporting is pretty remarkable. Some fairly miraculous things happening from from what we're hearing. Um, Yeah, so...
0: Well, the, ups- the upside of what's out there, um, and I don't have it in front of me. You know, I accidentally dumped my tabs, so I don't see it up there. But it is a um, report that was done basically on the VAERS data. And what they looked at was every time you, you put the information in on the um, uh, vaccine VAERS, vaccine what what is it vaccine reporting system adverse effect reporting system um, when they say that it takes forever to put in one you know one adverse reaction it's so complicated they make it so complicated that it's very difficult to be able to even put the database in the 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 bears we know that you know it's at a maximum ten percent, and it's probably less than that. Are reporting, but one of one of the people that looked at the the results of this was following the batch numbers because every time you put it put the make the report, you have to tell exactly what the batch number was on the vaccine, and there's only like a handful, like maybe six of these things. I don't remember the exact number, but it's it's very little. Uh, batches that are causing the, all the problems, and so, and I've heard this from other places that there's sailing. They, 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 see, they're all different because technically they're under a experimental phase. So that's why when they initially came out, the things that, that they put the in the in the box, you know, to tell you all the symptoms of, you know what side effects and that sort of thing, um, they were blank. Now I, I understand that they tell you what's in them, but I wouldn't trust it. But they, the they're different. Every single shot is different, not just by the who made it, but within the, you know, Pfizer has different shots. So the batch numbers were showing that it wasn't every single batch that was causing this problem. And somebody... You know, and I, I can't, I don't know if it's right or not, but they say that at least 90% of the vaccines have been saline solutions. Now, that seems preposterous, but I don't know. So I think that a lot of this is still fear driven, that it, it, they probably don't know exactly which, <laughs> you know, batch is the one that they really want. That's why they probably are having all these, you know, uh, what do they call them? I kind of want to say updates, but it's not updates. The boosters, right. the boosters, the, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, because when you look at it, it's more evidence to me of the panic in the dark faction that they're doing this because having huge adverse reactions, injuries and deaths from these shots is not part of the strategy. You know, that only acts to alarm the public and ignite, you know, the pushback movement and, you know, their agenda is mandatory vaccinations across the board for all these other, you know, dynamics and strategies contained within the jabs in terms of, you know, genetic alteration, the Bluetooth thing, the nanoparticle thing. Having, you know, in- injuring and killing thousands of people with the shots themselves is, is to me anyway, you think about it, it's, you know, it's counterproductive to their actual long-term strategy because what it does, it wakes everybody up and spreads panic. And I think it's just an evidence of, you know, how panicked they were in rolling this thing out that, you know, it's the emergency authorization, it's not approved by the FDA, no matter what you hear out there, call up Pfizer and they'll actually confess it's not, um, you know, because it was rushed, because the whole thing was rushed, just like 5 dg was rushed. There are reports that, you know, the long term strategy in terms of rolling out a pandemic for, you know, the ultimate control grid being laid out, was supposed to be, you know, 10 or 20 years further down the road, and that it got rushed, both out of greed and fear, you know, the usual um, motivators of um, service to self-faction. So what, what what's your take on that, Nancy, about, you know, whether this is, this was not intentional? That, that well, they, right, do,
0: right now, they have almost 900,000 COVID vaccine adverse events reported. Over nine hundred thousand. Is that world. This well. This is no. This is the United States. Wow. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at the promo and uh, under the Stu keeps an account on this on his on his website, and I'm reading it. It's eight eight thousand nine hundred forty thousand COVID vaccine adverse events. This is more oh, than yeah. ever yeah. than than all of the vaccines ever given combined. This should have been shut down by the CDC's and the FDA's own rules.
1: Right, Well, let's get our numbers straight because you just said nine hundred thousand, and then it sounded like you said eight thousand.
0: No, so it's, it's 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 eight eight hundred ninety four thousand is what's up there right now. It's nine thousand. So I said nine hundred thousand.
1: Okay, so that is let me let me make sure I'm understanding this. Is that the number reported to the VIRS system, or is that a
0: that's st- that, st- that? Yeah, no, that <laughs> is what the Veers system is reporting. And if and it's and it must, it's it's,
1: a, it's not, a what? It must be much higher because it's underreported and made very difficult to report. That's
0: all, That's what I'm saying. It's like less than ten yeah. percent. I think it's more like one percent. But the fact that they've got those kind of numbers in and of itself, even though it's a very very limited snapshot of what's really happening those figures add take every vaccine that's ever been out there add all the adverse vaccine events and it it doesn't even compare this is this is abhorring that you got this kind of figures in that kind of reporting system that is so difficult to report if you make a mistake or you time out it goes back to zero I've I've been listening to people that are trying to fill these things out, and it's like you know, terrible, terrible. They make it so difficult that you you know you have to be really dedicated to get the information in there. So this is millions of people are dying from this, and nobody is able to stop it.
1: Russell, let me back up a little bit. When you said that there are reports that. Of the sh- the shots, unless I'm going to call them the shots, not the vaccines, because they are not vaccines. They do not contain killed virus that activates the immune system. That's what a virus is. Well, what a vaccine is. So, um, so you were saying something like ninety percent are supposedly saline solution. In other words, that, that, yeah, yeah. So, so these results are coming from actually only ten yeah. percent of the shots actually contain the the intended ingredients
0: i'm not saying that that's true i'm saying that that's one of the stories that is being brought out by some very very talented people
1: yeah i I have heard that there's a fair number of placebos out there that you know that you you go in to get the jab and you may end up just getting a placebo saline solution that's got nothing in it i hope for your sake that's true if you end up having to get the jab but I'd love to find out more about that because, I mean, good grief, that makes the figures even more appalling if, you know, let's say even more than half of the jabs out there being given are just placebo saline solutions, and we've got hundreds of thousands of people injured and dead.
0: Well, if that, if that research project that I just cited, and I'm sorry, I don't have it up, but if they're correct, then that 900,000 figure is only coming from like a half a dozen of the batches of the vaccine. Okay, because they looked at it. I mean, they looked at those that database, and they found that the batches, oh, the, you got, this, oh, there's another red burst. Oh, there it is again. There it is again, the same batch. And then other batches, no, nothing. You know, there's there's other batches out there that just aren't even being reported to VAERS because it, there's nothing happening with it. So there is a database out there to be able to look at. Where where they're actually drawing, I have not been able to find, you know, somebody that, I mean, I, I know it's out there because you you just hear these things, you know, but again, it's it's a story. I wouldn't bet on it, you know. Well, here's the
1: thing that you know I think we always need to remind ourselves of, and it's an old counterintelligence tactic. I'm I'm sure you're familiar with it from your days in the military, which is you know how to discredit. An opposition movement, you know, which is put out a story that is plausible but false, that plays to the main areas of concern of the opposition. Put out a story that they would love to believe, make it seem real, get them to publicly commit to it, and then expose it as phony and, you know, damage their credibility uh, very badly. You know, this is, we've seen this happen with the truth movement. Over and over again, you know, where are there false flags? Yes, of course there are. You know, are there um, sleeper, uh, you know, MK Ultra assassins out there who are activated? Of course there are. It's documented. It's in the literature. It's in the news. There's no question this exists. And then. How do we get the public to think it's all a bunch of poppycock by crazy conspiracy theorists? Well, trot out something really plausible, get them all to believe it, commit to it, go public with it, and then expose it as false. So when we're looking at, at these stories that come in, you know, um, I, I always like, OK, check, double check, triple check the source, find anecdotal evidence, find eyewitnesses, find people like, you know, like our friend, you um, Christian Northrup and others whose credibility is, you know, unimpeachable and, and you know, just to make sure that we're not buying a story that was planted by, you know, by the cabal, by Langley or whomever, you know, to just make us look stupid, to expose us. So anyway, just wanted well, to throw the, that in. The, the, re-
0: the, reason, the reason I happen to think that this research is, is accurate is because, um when they went through when they went through the database and they found the batches that were causing problems okay they were all a lot of them were in the red states
1: oh really yeah yeah well that's interesting
0: that and that 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 you know if you're gonna uh, squirrel something around (laughs) yeah
1: let's not alarm the people who are already sheeple let's just injure and kill off uh, the people who are waking up. Is that the idea?
0: Yeah, yeah. Go after the ones that are waking up in the red states. Wow. Well,
1: I hate to get into the red-blue divide. I mean, there are plenty of people who were blue who start to turn purple and then say, to heck with the colors. I just want to know the truth. Don't call me Republican. Don't call me Democrat. I'm an American. I want to know the truth. Um, You know, there are plenty of people on that side. But I can see the strategy, what you're saying, that – you know, um, yeah, let's not have enough complaints coming in out of New York State where the New York Times or whomever is actually forced to take notice and and at least report what's going on. Uh, you know, let's, no, let's hit Alabama, Mississippi, South Carolina, the Dakotas, Wyoming, Idaho, you know, those places. I guess it's grim.
0: Well, you know, one of the things that, um, and we're going to be playing um, the Robert Kennedy speech, but I've listened to him over the years many times. He is—he is definitely in a war mode. He's, um, and he's not the only one. You hear more—you right. hear more and more people flat out saying, "Look at—we're at war." This is a war. It may not be bullets and missiles flying all around you, but you've got microscopic warfare attacking your bodies, your own, you know, the very pillar of your own existence. Invisible stuff, you know? And, I mean, as far as a game plan, I have to, you know, say, wow, you guys really, you know, did it because, and again, I'm going to repeat this, we went after five g we knew what five g was, and I think that five g was when when they started to put it out there and people started waking up we said, you know how are they gonna cover the the loss of life the problems oh well we're going to have a pandemic, so they have a yeah, pandemic
1: that's, incredibly we were we, we we didn't clue into that somehow.
0: well not only that but it you know in the last i don't know Three or four months, I'm pretty sure certain that it was never about 5G. It was always about the vaccinations, because, yeah. you know, they, uh, I'm trying to think of who it was I was listening to, and it, it was a, a dis- Oh, I think it's it's Robert Kennedy. It's Robert Kennedy. He's going to tell you about it. You know, some of the some of the um, meetings that they had, like back in 19. Planning for this. Talking about it. it, it, His his speech was brilliant. It's only like, you know, 24 minutes. We're not going to do it. We'll do it at the top of the next hour. But um, people are becoming very much aware of the fact that, no, this is an outright war. And when we talk about the red states and the blue states, the blue states are... uh, The the enemy has, has captured it. They're not in play as far as Uh, our side of the battle they can't right because they're being so controlled
1: yeah i mean i just came back from la um and i lived there for a lot of years but i live in colorado now and i had you know i've been away from la for a while and i met up with a friend said hey let's let's go to that uh you know that french cafe we like and lo and behold la has turned into paris the, you know, the totally regimented uh, culture around the shots in France. You can't sit down in a restaurant in Los Angeles anymore unless you were vaccinated. And let, let that sink in, folks. You know, um, you can sit on the outdoor. Oh, we have an outdoor section. That's where most everybody was sitting. But I was shocked, you know. Um, and, and when you're talking about this is a war. No, did now. you
0: did you have to show a vaccine certificate or something? Um, yeah, I think you had to. I mean, I suppose you could
1: assure them, but I think this is Mayor Garcetti of L.A. who has implemented this policy. And, um, I mean, I was just so appalled and turned off. I walked away. I didn't bother to say, hey, do you need me to, to show some card or something? Um, in all probability you do it, you could, you know, because the thing before was you could say, Hey, yeah, I'm vaccinated. Take my word for it. And then you go. Um, personally, I don't want to sit in a room full of vaccinated people, you know, with all the shedding going on. Uh, and then I come back to Colorado and in the part of Colorado that I live, you know, we were pretty much COVID free in my County. it's the most sparsely populated, one of the most sparsely populated counties in America. It's a huge County and it's virtually empty. Well, my friends tell me when I get back here, we have been so heavily chemtrailed in the weeks you were gone, just like bombarded. And usually this valley's got clear skies. And suddenly, everybody's sick. Suddenly, COVID's, you know, people are getting hit. Now, nobody's died that I know of here in in my area. Um, People gotten sick and because most people are awake here. You know, it's like vitamins and I- ivermectin and they, you know, it's a bad flu for two weeks and you lose your sense of taste and smell. And yeah, if you're an elderly person or, you know, just like a flu, can, a bad flu can take down an elderly person. Um, but it comes and it goes. I mean, God help us with whatever the next thing is. But, you know, and I have a, a very good friend in Belgium who attended a protest. And then Belgium is like ninety-five percent vaccinated. So he attended probably as one of the leaders a protest. that might have been in Brussels, and um, he says they were sprayed. He believes they were irradiated with five G, and and my friend and his wife and their two kids all came down with intense bad intensive care needing COVID. Um, and he he feels it was clearly, you know, an, an attack. I mean, just like they did at Standing Rock, they sp- sprayed the protesters and the tribes uh, at Standing Rocks, and, you know, a lot of the, the, the tribal elders, um, six months later, after a long-wasting pulmonary, or, you know, I think it was actually lung disease, were, were dead. And, you know, so, again, you don't want to go public with a story that is, purely anecdotal but when you line up everything we know and all the hard evidence we do have and everything that that mark gave us mark Steele gave us in the beginning you know an energy weapons expert um about the nature of 5g and how it it you know simulates intensive 5g exposure duplicates the symptoms of the of of covid and and the other you know warfare piece of this is Two years ago, after you and I started 5G, Nancy, I put up a page called Jai Gaia Sacred Activism Tour. Now Jai is Hindi for victory, basically means victory to Mother Earth, and you know, and I do yoga chanting um, as as part of my thing. And okay, so I'm going to do a tour. You remember me telling you about this? I'm going to have wake up information about 5G, and we're going to have it be a musical event about healing Mother Earth, right? So it's been inactive because, of course, COVID shut down that tour. But I have now found that two years later, I cannot post to that page on Facebook. I'm not allowed to even post to that page. So an inactive page about a music tour, you know, exposing 5G is shut down. And I I haven't even posted to it for two years. That's how extensive, you know, the propaganda war is is getting as as we well know.
0: That's uh, that's interesting. But, yeah, you know, I, on today's um, promo, I said um, I, I put the information on the promo image, but in the text, I said, you know, we're going to discuss something that we can't talk about right here. <laughs> because if right. I had put up those those uh, links, it Facebook would have taken it down. I mean, they've actually kept me from making posts because of the links. I've had to take yeah. links out mostly for this show. You know, they they it, it is. Post, yeah. I'm
1: surprised you could even
0: post that this morning.
1: You well, know all,
0: because it's in the visuals. The text is in the visuals of what we're talking about. It was not in the text itself. Oh, okay, the PDF or a, or a um,
1: yeah. They they can it's, they can now
0: they can now see like on YouTube what the images are really saying, but um, how far <laughs> they've taken that technology I don't know. But they didn't, you know, they let me post and it's still up as far as I know. Yeah, well,
1: you know, with. The real Anthony Fauci by Robert Kennedy being number one on Amazon, you gotta wonder just, you know, how long they can get away with this and how intense the crackdown has to get. Uh, Because it, you know, once you got a, a book like that, number one on Amazon by an iconic name like Robert F. Kennedy Jr., you know that that's a level of public awareness that has got to sow some panic in the ranks, I would think, with these people.
0: I listened. And, I listened to the publisher of it, and he said that um, yes, Amazon agreed to take it, but they can't advertise. No, oh, really? and, he, and they didn't. You know, I, I wish Tucker had gone deeper into what do you mean by that. But it, it's like the. On Amazon itself, there is no advertising for this book. You have to know exactly what that book is to get there. And so the fact that there is no advertising and the book is doing as well as it is, is an indication of how profound the turnaround has been in the people. They're waking up. I was listening to uh, a woman whose name is Janine, and she's a tarot reader. She's very, very good. I mean, she she when she's throwing those cards, she's, she's making sure that people understand that it's a snapshot. It's a snapshot yeah. of what is right then and there. And she, you know, is just... We haven't found anything that she said that seemed to be wrong. But she was talking about the fact that she's only woken up in the last two years. And so in two years' time, you know, the the pandemic hit, and what happened? A whole bunch of people woke up. Yeah. You know, and so, it, yeah, there, there's a... Ba- and I, uh, she's really good because she is Canadian, and she does readings on the different nations. And right now the cards are saying that there's a tremendous amount of legal uh, action being taken on all, in all fronts, all nations. And she, the question was, is there uh, one nation that is going to be able to use their legal uh, system to be able to get rid of these people? And if it, wh- wh- which of the nations would be that? And the cards were pointing to um, maybe France... And maybe um, South Africa, because South South yeah South Africa because South Africa apparently has she was talking and what I don't like about her is she references documents but doesn't give you links to them. So Uh, it it was a document that was um, done by a lawyer in South Africa explaining you know what the lawsuit was and it basically was there's a deep state and we're taking it down and so yeah and and why, and again why do you put a ban on south africa this new version of the this thing even biden himself got up there and said you know don't worry about this it's not as is viral blah blah but you put a ban on south south uh africa why why do you, if, if oh, it, you
1: can't travel to South Africa?
0: No, no, they can't. Can't they can't travel here? No, no. Uh huh. So you have yeah. you have to kind of wonder. You know, I mean, everything that they do has some other reason for it. You know. Yeah, the
1: onion one lie after another to see what the real agenda is.
0: Right, but my reason for bringing Janine up was was the idea that. Yes, she's admitting that she's only been into this for two years. And so how many other two-year people, I mean, are out there? Because she's she's on top of it. I mean, she she really does know what she's talking about as far as, you know, the full implications of the worldwide conspiracy to make us all dumb and to to win the battle against God. That's what they're doing. They're trying to win the battle against God.
1: Yeah, good luck on that. Um,
0: <laughs> it's 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 pretty mind blowing. Well, uh, yeah, let, me, let me tell you another thing, Michael. Now there's this um, woman uh, whose son got killed as a teenager, or young adult, and Matthew uh, Ward is his name. And when he passed over, he and his mother began to communicate, and he began to. She began to write down what it was. So there's it's uh, uh, Matthew Ward books, I think it is, but or books by Matthew Ward. But it it's it's an amazing website in that every month they put together he and his mother put together a you know an update on current events from the other side. And when I first ran into it many 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 years ago, I was not drawn into it, but what it did was it linked me to a woman named Jean Rockefeller. Out of Jean Rockefeller I met Jan Shaw and also um, Ani Avedisian who were both co- hosts on this sh- on this station. <laughs> so there was a lot of interaction because of this Matthew Ward. So then, oh I don't know, a couple months ago, a few months ago now, I said you know, maybe I should pay attention to him, <laughs> so I go back and I read what he's writing, and I'm going like, "Oh wow, I mean, like unbelievable new look at it's all storytelling, and this is like a new way of looking at the story so this last uh November uh message that he gave he he said that there had been uh l- l- I, well he said he said it." It's basically that God has has now kind of stepped into the equation. And what kept the dark side going was this almost hive mentality that had them all in protection because of the hive mentality. But also it gave them a power base over everybody else. So you've got the warriors of the light that are basically work in each one individually. There's no you know, party of the warriors of the light. There's groups of people that are working together. But it's not like the dark side where they're all working for one purpose, which is dominating everybody else, which is, you know, like, I don't know why. Why? It's a lot of work. Why would you do this? But yeah. anyway. Yeah, um, well. But the, the thing of it is, is that Matthew says that they no longer can maintain the hive connection. And they 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 are being you know like, oh, uh, I feel like I'm alone, and that's where the real panic is occurring, and that weird things are happening you know like here and there. Yeah. Last night on I was watching the, um, the it was the Fox Network, and it was the Midnight Show. And all of a sudden, it was like, there's a school shooting, and eight people are dead, and there's uh, three cops that are dead in there. And and it was one horrendous thing after the other that a few years ago, any one of those would have been, oh my God, can you... But I I finally turned it off. I'd listened to four of these things, and I'm going, I don't know how many more, I can't handle it. And I turned it off, because it was like... (laughs) It's so bizarre. I mean, it's like we're in a weird world we don't even recognize anymore. At least I don't. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I hear you. It's, um, But, you know, there is, I believe, a lot of people getting peeled off of the dark side. You know, people who aren't evil to the core, and there's plenty of them, you know, that are part of that faction, who are suddenly, like you say, the hive mind's going in the way and they're going, oh, crap. Um, maybe I'm going to be vulnerable and maybe this, you know, light worker thing isn't really so bad after all, maybe they'll let me kind of sidle over to their side that's happening. And there is the inner light network. I mean, it's not a top down regimented structure like, you know, a lot of the cabal organizations are, but I have, you know, credible reports that it exists that the inner light network is real they're infiltrated in all the same places the cabal is they are quietly you know a few steps ahead of every move that dark faction makes and these are high souls who are also in touch with angelics and you know high level um benevolent off-planet folks will say anyway um the iln let's not forget the iln the inner light network is real and God wins, and we're at the top of the hour so uh what well we before done
0: for- before we go, I just want to say one thing um the Kyle Rittenhouse uh trial that was shown on t v okay I watched the whole thing. it was so compelling it was like you know Perry Mason on steroids. It was fascinating to watch it the The coverage was excellent uh the, from a from a video standpoint, but what happened was that I mean it happened to me when it starts up I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. You know, let me see what this is about. I did not know. I did not know that Rittenhouse had killed white people. Okay, everybody that—I mean, it just never came up. And I watch Fox. I don't watch the mainstream media, and I never realized that we're talking about white people. Um, and so, so you know, but but what happened was because. The, it was all on view for everybody to look at to see what really went transpired in that courtroom. That changed a whole bunch of people because they were, like, doing Facebooks, you know. If I thought that they, they were black people, how many other things have they told me that were wrong? I will never listen to mainstream media again. I mean, Facebook thing after Facebook thing. People saying, that's that's insane. So everything that they do is blowing up in their face just as it has been and making people more. It's like everything wakes somebody up. One, two, three, four, five, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah, they're getting <laughs> desperate and sloppy.
0: Yeah. So let's take that break, yeah? All right, what's our music? Oh, we got to have Billy Falcon, Sleeping Giant. Oh, right. I, I, five, I, I, yeah, yeah. I won't tell you his newest one, which is all I want for Christmas is my president back. I won't play uh, play that one for you I'll play Sleeping Giant Here we Uh, go
4: They're trying to separate us They hate God, that's why they hate us They're scared we're gonna take back what they stole We're standing in the way of their godless perfect day where your whole life is under their control Feed five full come and smell the blood of freedom if we don't stop the bleeding they will grind our bones to make their way die kingdom come hear the war drum beatin' thunder to shake the sleeping giant from his bed be the wake up sleeping giant this is not a false alarm A battle cry, a call to arms But young and old, weak and strong Where two or more of us are gathered Fearless we will not scatter Buckle up, we are the storm bold, Smell the blood of freedom
1: are back Radio 5G. Uh, welcome back everybody. So uh, we want to start the top of the hour with uh, Mr. Kennedy.
0: Absolutely. Now this is uh, Robert Kennedy and I don't even know what it is that his voice, you know, uh, he, he has a, a something in his throat that makes it sound, but just relax with it because he's, he, the sound in this video is very good. I've had he, play, problems listening to him on other formats but he's has had
1: that he's had that vocal thing all his life.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Um, so you know, so, and it's a pity because if he'd had a good strong voice, you know, maybe we'd be talking Senator Kennedy, President Kennedy. But he stayed away from, you know, political office and just environmental lawyer and then exposing uh you know, the vaccine industry.
0: Well, and also he is one of those people that took the took the path of righteousness and was completely dismissed by his family you know yeah. he you know a Kennedy is you know a conspiracy and crazy person by based on the Kennedy family and yet right. he's the one yeah. Kennedy that's out there standing for the name of the family and the you know his his dad and, and his uncle that went before him. So, um, yeah, that that
1: particularly uh, touched me when I saw that. You know, yeah, um, me too. His older brother, Joseph P. Kennedy III, you know, the guy whose career went in the toilet because he slept with the babysitter. That guy, yeah, um, yeah. You know, he comes out. He says, "Oh, we dearly love our brother, but you know, okay, we you dearly love your brother. Keep your mouth shut. You know, um, that was just shameful, and." you know, and you go, you go on children's health org, And, you know, the level of due diligence, references, you know, every single piece of evidence cited every, you know, very carefully phrased, you know, moderate language bringing out tough facts and truth. It is, you know, it is certainly worthy of respect for a, you know, A discussion, an argument, uh, ideas worthy of being proposed—you know, rational people who respect each other. Instead, they've got to demonize their own brother because they've sold out. You know, Carolyn, sorry, you sold out. Joe, sorry, you sold out. You betrayed the legacy of of John and Robert, and it's it's shameful. And so, I've said it. I'm sorry. But, uh, anyway, let's see, let's hear. Well, what uh, just, the, uh, just, just one
0: more thing, uh, because he doesn't really mention Fauci in this, but the book itself has over a thousand citations.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You know, that's yeah. the way that he works.
1: They yeah. said, they said,
0: There's, the publisher was saying that he, he was working, you know, at least 10 hours a day on this book for months and months. And a thousand well, citations.
1: That's um. God bless him.
0: This is a, a audio of a speech given by Robert F Kennedy Jr. in Milan, Italy on November 13th, 2021.
5: No government In the history of mankind has ever relinquished power voluntarily. The power that they have taken away from us over the past 20 months, they will never give back. They have taken away our freedom of speech. They have closed the churches. They have taken away jury trials against companies no matter how negligent they are, no matter how reckless they are, no matter how grievous your injury, you cannot sue that company. They have taken away our property rights in the United States. They closed a million businesses for a year with no just compensation and no due process they have taken away our right to be free of warrantless searches and seizures and surveillance by the government in the united states all of those rights are enumerated in our bill of rights of the united states constitution and among the most important of those rights after the right to free expression which is gone is the right to be able to participate in rulemaking. So when the government wants to pass a law, it has to explain, it has to publish the law, the proposed law, it has to explain the scientific basis for that law, it has to do a cost-benefit analysis of that law and explain it to the public, and then we have comments that all the public can participate And then we have a hearing where people oppose the law, like myself, can bring in our own scientists and experts and scientific studies. And it's all transparent. All of those safeguards have been obliterated. Today, the law is what one man says it is. The top doctor in America, Anthony Fauci. One week, In one month, in March of 2020, Tony Fauci told the world, masks don't work. They're scientifically worthless. Two months later, he ordered every American to put on a mask. He did not give us any scientific study that made him change his mind. He simply told us, that's the new law, do what you're told. All of these rights that the founders of our country died for, with their sacrifice, their properties, their livelihoods, to give us the Bill of Rights. And all of those rights in 20 months have been obliterated, taken from the American people, but not just Americans. This is a global coup d'etat. <clears throat> against liberal democracy across the planet. And all of these rights that were taken away from us, these governments said it was temporary, it was only two weeks, it would be over. In truth, you can all see what's happening. They are taking those rights and they will never give them back unless we make them. And the Green Pass is their coup d'etat. The Green Pass is how they consolidate their power over your lives. The Green Pass is is not a public health measure. It is a tool for totalitarian control of your transportation, your bank account, your movements, every aspect of your life. And this is not a new idea. This is the same idea that they used in Germany in 1937. They issued a pass for people that they wanted to control. And when the South African apartheid government wanted to control the black population of South Africa, what was the most important thing they did? They issued a green pass. And I want you to ask, all the people in the journalists and press who are here today if the green pass is about public health why is it being issued not by the health ministry it's it's being issued by the financial ministry do they think that we are stupid This is a way to control your money. Once you have that Green Pass and they have the digital currency, if somebody tells you do not leave Milan and you go on a trip to Bologna, your money won't work in Bologna. If the government tells you don't buy pizza, they can make it so your your Green Pass won't buy pizza at a pizza store. They can control any aspect of your life. And they tell you that uh, we need a green pass to make sure everybody gets vaccinated. But they admit the vaccine does not prevent transmission. The vaccine does not prevent you from getting the disease. The vaccine cannot stop the pandemic. So why do they need to get us vaccinated if the vaccine doesn't stop transmission? People say I'm against vaccines. I'm not against vaccines. I'm only against bad vaccines.
6: La gente dice che io sono contro i vaccini. Io non sono contro i vaccini. Sono solamente contro i vaccini cattivi.
5: Here and I'm not going to tell you what Robert Kennedy thinks. I'm going to tell you what Pfizer told the United States FDA. Pfizer is the only company that hasn't approved a vaccine in the United States. And Pfizer was supposed to have a three year study, but they cut it to six months. And then they gave vaccinations to all of the controls. Why did they do that? Why did they end the study in six months? Because they learned that the antibodies disappear in six months and the vaccine no longer provides protection. So they had to end it in six months. They could not do what they planned three years. And then they took all of their records for that six months and they gave them to FDA, the most important table is the table that tells you all-cause mortality. How many people died in the vaccine group? How many died in the placebo group during that six-month period? That table is called S4. You can all look it up. Here's what it, the numbers say. In it, There were 22,000 people in the vaccine group. Over six months, One died from COVID. In the placebo group, the control group, there were 22,000 people. Two died from COVID in six months. That allowed Pfizer to tell the American public that the vaccine is 100% effective because two is 100% of one. Most Americans and most Italians, when they hear that the vaccine is 100% effective, what they think is that if I take the vaccine, I have a 100% chance of not dying from COVID. That's not what it means. What it means is they have to give 22,000 vaccines to protect one person from dying from COVID. That means, what that means is they better make sure that the vaccine itself does not kill one person even. Because if it kills one person, then you've canceled out the entire benefit. Here's the important thing. In the vaccine group, 20 people died over six months. From all causes, 20 people of the 22,000 in the control group only 14 people died of 22,000.
6: the control group di controllo su 22.000 persone 14 persone That means that if you take the vaccine,
5: you are 48 percent more likely to die over the next six months than if you don't. These are Pfizer's numbers, not mine.
6: Questi sono numeri di Pfizer, non i miei.
5: Here's how the people died. In the control group, one person died of a heart attack over the six months.
6: In the vaccine
5: group. 5 people died of heart attacks over the 6 months.
6: Nei gruppo dei vaccinati 5 persone sono morte di infarto nei 6 mesi. That means, if you get the
5: vaccine you have a 500% risk of a fatal heart attack within 6 months.
6: Ciò vuol dire che significa che se fate il vaccino avete il 500% in più di probabilità di morire di infarto in 6 mesi.
5: Significa anche che per ogni every one person who is saved from dying of COVID, the vaccine is killing four people from heart attacks.
6: Ciò significa che per ogni persona che non muore di COVID,
5: four quattro persone
6: muoiono di infarto per il vaccino. This, this is not
5: a good public health policy.
6: Non è una buona politica di pubblica. Public health is supposed to save lives. This salvare le vite.
5: is about control and controlling our society and controlling our children.
6: Quindi qui stiamo parlando di controllo controllare la nostra società e controllo anche sui su nostri bambini and the
5: only reason that people don't understand what I just said and that people still support the vaccine is one reason the manipulation of fear this is simple mathematics anybody can look it up you look it up you will be more scared of that vaccine than you are of COVID. But the, but the government but the government and the pharmaceutical companies have a method for turning off people's brains so that they cannot can no longer do simple mathematics. And that device is fear. Fear stops us from exercising critical thinking. It allows us to believe that if we just do what we're told, that that is the only way to save our lives. It's called the Stockholm syndrome and the captors, they lock down a whole country for a year and people become grateful to their captors and think the only way we can leave here alive is if we have absolute obedience i'm going to make one more point and that's this how many people here have heard of event 201 oh if you haven't heard of it you should go look at it on youtube event 201 was a simulation of a coronavirus pandemic that occurred in new york city in October of 2019. We now know that COVID was circulating in Wuhan on September 12, 2019. So a month later, there is a simulated coronavirus pandemic in New York. And a host, the people who came to that were the big social media companies, the media companies, and Johnson & Johnson, the biggest vaccine company, and it's hosted by two people, three people. One, Bill Gates. Two, George Gayo, who's the head of the Chinese CDC. And three, Avril Haynes the Deputy Director of the CIA. And Avril Haines is today the top number one spy in the United States. She is the head of Joe Biden's National Security Agency. So she went from Event 201 to becoming the top spy in our country. Now, raise your hand if you knew that the CIA is a public health agency. It came as a surprise to me.
6: Because... Because
5: the CIA does not do public health. The CIA does coup d'etats. Between, between 1947 and the year 2000, the CIA was engaged in 73 coup d'etats, most of them against democracies. One-third of the countries in the world. If you look at event 201, there was no discussion of public health. Nobody was talking about how do we get vitamin D to all the people. How do we get people to lose weight? How do we, we make sure they eat good food? How do we find repurposed medicines to treat people? How do we quarantine the sick? How do we preserve constitutional rights? Not a word was said about public health. Instead, what they were talking about is how do we use the pandemic as a pretext to clamp down totalitarian controls and to deconstruct democracy. They spend one quarter of the day talking about how to make sure nobody's allowed to spread the rumor that the coronavirus pandemic is laboratory generated. This is October 2019 and they talk about how to lock down the population, how to force them to take experimental vaccines, how to make sure that black people don't start resisting, because in our country, blacks are very suspicious of the medical establishment, and they were deeply concerned about that resistance. And when I researched my book, What I learned was that this event, Event 201, was not a one-time occurrence. We found 20 separate pandemic simulations beginning in 2000. And the one thing they had in common, most of them, Bill Gates was involved in, Tony Fauci was involved in, but everyone the CIA was involved in. The CIA wrote the script. High-level CIA officials participated in every one of those pandemic simulations. And they involved hundreds of thousands of people. They were conducted secretly. They used frontline workers and they were training police and hospital systems and utilities in Europe, in Italy, in Germany, in Canada, Australia, all at the same time to do a response to a pandemic, but it was not a public health response. It was a response to use the pandemic for something else. So they practice again and again and again how to use the pandemic as a pretext for imposing totalitarian controls and for obliterating liberal democracy across the planet. And one of the experiments that they used, they found, called the Milgram experiment, it was a CIA experiment in 1967. And what the CIA found is if a powerful medical official orders people to do something wrong, That in 60-something that violates their conscience, that violates their basic values, 67% of people will obey authority over their values. And 67% of the people will be hypnotized by fear into obeying a position of authority, a figure of authority. A uh, 33% of the people will not obey. And you are the 33%. The 33% of the
6: people 33% delle persone invece non ha obbedito e voi siete quel 33%. And our
5: job, our job, is to go out from here today and reach out to our brothers and sisters, the people who are still hypnotized, and tell them that we are gonna fight for their freedom until they're able to fight for it themselves. And, and we need... And we need... to reach out. We need to reach out when we leave here today to all of our brothers and sisters, the 67% who are still hypnotized. And we have to tell them that you need to love your freedom more than you're scared of a germ. this year... This year, we saw the destruction of the American Constitution. That Constitution was written by a group of people who understood that there are worse things than dying, and they put their lives on the front line, their property, their careers, their livelihoods, to fight for freedom and to fight for those rights that we have lost in the previous 20 months. And now it's our job. And now it is the job of everybody in this crowd to go out and fight back to resist, 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 and to reclaim our government. To reclaim our lives, to reclaim our liberty for our children, for our country and for all future generations and I can tell you this, I will stand side by side with you
2: and that if I have to die for this, I'm going to die with
5: my boots on. (laughs)
6: E dobbiamo resistere e riconquistare i nostri diritti persi, riconquistare la libertà, riconquistare la democrazia, riconquistarla per noi e per i nostri figli e le generazioni future. E io vi sarò di fianco in questo. Io se devo combattere, combatterò fino alla fine e morirò con i miei scarponi in basso.
0: I told you you'd like it. Are you there?
1: Well, uh, yeah, I'm here. Um, Wow. Well, uh, I'm kind of uh, overwhelmed. You know, I'm uh, deeply moved. I'm. I'm, uh, God bless that man. You know, that's um, that is a message that I'm certainly going to share as widely as I can. And, you know, when you hear somebody like Robert Kennedy with his level of integrity, I'm not saying the guy's a saint or that his uncle or his father were saints either, but, you know, they understood. They understood what America, what the United States was supposed to be about and what the sacrifices were to create the values and the freedoms that that we inherited, you know. And um it's just so inspiring and moving to hear him step out in this way, with this level of credibility and these facts, and to hear the response of the of the crowd in Italy. You know, um and the the one reassurance that I I tell myself when I think about what mr kennedy is doing is that if he were anybody else he'd probably have had a car accident by now or you know um they'd have done something but because he's robert f kennedy jr the backlash effect of one more kennedy martyr and bearing that name would be such that you know, the, the backlash and the damage and the exposure from the martyrdom would be greater damage. And, you know, and you can bet there's an assessment team that weighs the pros and cons of, you know, because how many holistic doctors have been taken out, how many pioneering medical people who've found, he, you know, um, ways to cure cancer have been taken out. You can bet that if you were anybody else having the the inspirational effect he's having He would not be around, but his name, God bless him, you know, is, is a level of protection. I mean, I know that um, once you start to expose something that the cabal does not want exposed, you better get really famous, really fast. You better get, and supposedly the benchmark is a quarter million um, views or a quarter million subscribers or followers to your exposure Um, before, because under that level They'll take you out if they if they have to. if you're if what you're exposing is sufficiently dangerous to them, they'll take you out. Above a quarter million, you're getting too famous, and taking you out will cause a backlash that out outweighs the actual danger you pose, supposedly. But anyway, this is so inspiring, nancy. i'm I'm deeply moved. I was like practically uh, near tears uh, during some of Mr. Kennedy's speech. and uh, it's just enormously encouraging and inspiring. And, um, you know, we're we're going to see more and more of this, um, you know, in our country. I, you know, I don't know if rallies like this are taking place and we're just not hearing about them. I know there are massive rallies in, in Europe, uh, such as the one we just listened to. Have you heard of anything um, in the U.S. on this level? Is, is Robert Kennedy planning to address rallies here?
0: Um, I don't know. Um, I will say that this this particular when when he got to the end and he put it out there, you know, I'm a Kennedy. I know what I'm doing. I know they want to kill me. But it's like you say, you know, he is a Kennedy. But unfortunately, they just there's a, a German uh, I don't know if he was a doctor and I don't have that up in front of me. Um, he um, was doing a live broadcast. I don't know if it was Facebook or YouTube. A live broadcast. And they arrested him. Okay? A few hours later, he was dead. So, Uh when you see that blatant maneuver on their part, and I, I had already heard about it when I listened to this speech, and it was like, oh my God you know but he's put it out there go ahead you know he's 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 finished the book he's 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 yeah. done everything that he can do to put it out there and now he's putting his life out there because like i say he this is you know he's talking about the biggest spy in the american government the yeah. once head of the cia i think she's in the biden administration now um right but she, but that's why i said to you earlier i said he is he is absolutely in a war posture. He's not holding back, and that's what we all yeah. have to realize. Yeah, he knows
1: he knows the game. He knows what's what's really happening here, and um, yeah, it's you know it, it's something that is just uh, I find myself personally, you know, in in terms of my work here. You know, I have Blue Star Rising with Reverend Maya, and we talk mostly spirituality, we talk metaphysics, we talk sacred science, we talk how to use all those things for our freedom, for the truth movement, for closer alignment with our divine source, to share healing modalities that can counteract COVID, can counteract the negative effects of the jab. And here's, you know, you and me, Nancy, over the last two and a half years now, um, on Radio 5G, and and I'm feeling, you know, inspired and galvanized by what Mr. Kennedy's putting out here, and asking myself, okay, am I all in? Am I holding back? Are there levels of commitment or levels of outreach that I could do, or you know, cooperation with other organizations that I could do that would. You know, do my part to the full. I don't, you know. It's like you don't want to look back at this crisis of humanity, and admit to yourself that you were a a bystander, that you were on the sideline, that you did a half-assed effort, and that you could have done more, and you knew it, but you didn't because, you know, yeah, you wanted to have the name of a light worker or a truth teller, but you didn't really want to put your butt on the line. Too bad, you know. Well, guess what? All of our butts are on the line. And freedom is on the line, and our ability to commune directly with God is reportedly on the line in terms of some of the effects genetically uh, and you know, neuropsychiatrically uh, of these shots. So, you know, it's, it's inspiring on that level, listening to Robert Kennedy right now, is, you know, I encourage all of us to ask ourselves, okay, what could we be doing that we're not doing? In terms of, you know, like waking up the the 67% who are hypnotized and on the local level, you know, like has happened here in the San Luis Valley in Colorado. Somebody exposed the fact that the county commissioners in Sawatch County had approved, uh, emergency regulations that would allow the suspension of virtually every constitutional right. And the pushback was immediate. It was concerted. It was organized. It was emphatic. And those county commissioners had to stand down and rescind those regulations. And so that's the kind of thing that we need to do locally. You know, have good relations with local law enforcement and be really clear about what your county commissioners might be, you know, passing and publishing small printing back section of your local newspaper is the only thing you hear about it. You know, we all need to wake up and do everything we can on our on our local level to protect our constitutional rights elect a constitutional sheriff in your county if you can you know and um because because i the, the it's pretty clear that the next three to five years i would say and particularly the next two years are are the turning point on this battleground and it's going to get worse before it gets better and we're going to get through this and God wins and the light is winning and the inner light network is on the job too, you know. But I think we, we all need to look at what we can do. And I'm really putting this challenge to myself, uh, you know, more than anybody. I, I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but I'll let you know.
0: Well, you remember when we started 5G, I said, we don't have much time. Yeah. You remember? I said, you know, we're, we're, we don't have five years. That was 5G in and of itself. And yeah. so now we've got a situation where it, 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 there's two things that are happening. One, it's an outward, you know discussion by many, many people. I'm hearing it more and more and more that we are at war, and let's just you know accept that as being we are at war. So you want us to uh, focus on waking up those people. We've done some amazing shows on. There, there was this one that Jan uh, Shaw found, and it was discussing stupidity. Because if you have a stupid person, you can't give them a reasonable reason to change their mind, because they're stupid.
1: Right. They need a mind it's, to change. It,
0: yeah. it, you know, it's so. It's more. It's the most dangerous. You know, type of. Okay, you got fear and you got, you know, stupidity and you've got all sorts of different versions of this manipulative kind of person. But stupid is the worst because if you've got somebody who's, uh, you know, for some kind of Antifa or Black Lives Matter or whatever, okay, the person that goes in there is going in there maybe with, uh, you know, the idea of, yes, yes, I agree with that. Okay, well, okay, so you agree with that, but then you come up to them, and they're not stupid, they're just a little bit being deceived, okay? You can go and Uh say, okay, so um, I agree with you, and I do agree. I agree with, you know, the basic concepts of we all got to get, look at the the problems that certain people are having, why are they having it, and fix it. Okay, so I'm I'm with you there, but let me ask you this, where'd the money go? You put all this money into this, this fund. Where did the money go well well i uh uh i'm i'm not I don't know well find out where the money went. Do your own research. That person can be have their mind changed, but a stupid person can't. They just dismiss you absolutely just dismiss right. you and I've told this story a number of times. I had a confrontation with a mailman over the concept that he's telling me that all these people are dying, and I said to him. I forgot. I forgot what I was doing. I, you know, I walked out of my house, ran into the, the mailman. You know, this kind of a conversation. I was still talking to my friends, so we could talk about anything. We have freedom of thought, freedom of speech. You know, so I said to him because I'm very cautious out there because you know there's a lot of nutcases. I learned that from the Trump thing. So anyway, but anyway, so he's telling me all these people. He's naming four people that are dead or dying, and I said, are they vaxxed? Did they take vaccination? Oh, it has nothing to do with COVID. I said, no, I'm not asking this. I've heard, and I said I heard. I didn't say I believed. I said, I've heard that the vaccination can um, harm the immune system. He went off on me. I mean, it was like Trump dysfunction on steroids. It was ridiculous. And uh, so I asked the guides when I'm coming in because I had tried to avoid seeing the mailman. I said, what? What would you put me in that situation for? I said, now the mailman's pissed off at me. Am I going to get my packages? <laughs> you know, and the response was, people have to understand. They have to understand. There was no way that that man would have listened to me because he's stupid.
1: Right. Yeah. And you know, I, I saw a Facebook meme not too long ago from a really intelligent friend of mine in L.A. And um, it's got two pictures. One is of an intelligent looking young woman in a lab coat in a laboratory with like, you know, test tubes and vats and vat and then she's got a mask on and she's, you know, dropping some kind of solution on a slide and looking at it under a microscope. And and the the label under that photo says, um, Real Scientific Research. And then next to it is a photo of a young woman in casual clothes like at her table at Starbucks looking at her smartphone. And it says, this is conspiracy research. All right. so all you need is like a lab coat and some laboratories and funding from big pharma or the foundations that, that you know, fund the studies, et cetera. I mean, that told you tobacco was safe, that told you, you know, that there was no danger from any number of things you want to you want to trot out there and so you know the fact that my very intelligent friend could actually you know be so ignorant and this was somebody who's left-leaning right so i could trot out i was like, okay you want to talk about all the corporate damage that's been done that you as a supposedly liberal Democrat want to expose the big fat cat corporatists who trample on people's rights and you know, all the chemical spills that end up giving people cancer and then they pay all kinds of money to to cover it up. And all of the instance after instance, after instance that tells you the media is in service to the fat cats who don't give a rats behind about your health. And that's big pharma, that's CDC, but they have a nice lady in a lab coat and she's she's you know she's wearing a mask and she's got a slide in front of her. Whereas us, you know, we're just calling up all the references in Robert Kennedy's book, the thousands of references that document the facts of the damage and the facts of all of these simulations over many years with CI frickin' A running a supposed health pandemic. Uh, you know, trial. I mean, it's, it's mind blowing. I mean, the stupidity of even, you know, people I've once regarded as intelligent. uh, You know, the, the, the message here to me is choose your audience, you know, use your intuition, tiptoe into a conversation, find out if there's receptivity. Don't waste your time and your heartbreak on trying to convince people who are just devotedly fanatically religiously stupid because there are better audiences and better places where you we actually can you know start to bring people over um and it's really to me it's an intuitive thing you know okay your mailman yeah that's that's kind of hilarious you know it's like it was set up is your mailman gonna wake up probably not what do you think the chances are
0: Oh, he's going to wake up or he's going to be dead. Something will change. I mean, because the truth is going to come out one way or the other. You know, it's just getting there. Now, before we go any further, I want to, because we're running out of time, your sister, Sarah, who couldn't be here today, she gave me a link to a very interesting article that I think people need to know. Okay? And it's on um, Substack.com. I'll put the link in uh, in the chat room in a minute. Okay, and it's the title is A Judge Stands Up to a Hospital, Step Aside, and Give a Dying Man Ivermectin. A Chicago-area judge saved a grandfather's life with a single question that exposes hospital-blocking doctors from using a safe, FDA-approved drug. Why? And it's by Mary Beth uh, Pfeiffer. And it basically, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Well, let me do this. Okay, so Sung uh, Nig... NG, a retired contractor from Hong Kong, traveled to Illinois to celebrate his only granddaughter's first birthday. He got COVID and was near death in a Chicago-area hospital. All the other options were exhausted, but the hospital refused to give him a generic FDA-approved drug with an extraordinary safety record that a doctor believed could save his life. Finally, a judge asked the right question about ivermectin. What's the downside? Put another way, if a man is dying of COVID in ICU and all else has been tried, why not order a hospital to give a safe, last-ditch drug? Edward Hospital, located near Chicago, offered three arguments as to why Neg should 71 should not be given the ivermectin. There could be side effects. <laughs> Ordering ivermectin would violate its policies. Well, there you go. Forcing the issue would be extraordinary judicial overreach. On each argument, DuPage County Circuit Judge Paul Fullerton firmly disagreed. I can't think of a more extraordinary situation than when we are talking about a man's life, he said, in the the November 5th decision. That is a model of rational decision making in an irrational error. I am not forcing this hospital to do anything except to step aside, he continued in a Zoom hearing. I am just asking, or not asking, I am ordering through the court's power to allow Dr. Bain to have the emergency privileges and administer this medicine. The hospital ultimately stepped aside. Dr. Alan Bain, an internist, administered a five-day course of 24 milligrams of ivermectin from November 8th through November 12th. Uh, Nick, who, who with his wife, Ying, had come from Hong Kong to celebrate the birthday, he left ICU Tuesday on November 16th and although confused and weak, was breathing. Sunday without supplemental oxygen on a regular hospital floor. Every day after ivermectin, there was accelerated and stable improvement, said Dr. Bank who administered the drug in two previous court cases after hospitals refused. Three times were are showing something, he told me. There is a signal of benefit for ventilator patients. Now, the big change here, Michael, is that ivermectin was known to be very effective if you got it in the early stages, but nobody was really believing that it was going to help the, the ones that are already uh, taken the... Uh, that terrible drug that they put take put them on when they go on the respirators. But now they've got three cases where the actual ventilated patient was um, saved by ivermectin. So be aware that if if you get into a terrible situation where somebody you have some kind of a say in their life, and trust me, you might find somebody that, even though you got their the, the salvation to their life, they're not going to listen to you because they're stupid. Um if you if you if you just think in terms of there is legal action that can be taken, and you know I I keep forgetting it's it's, it's a, a website that will actually allow you to contact lawyers and doctors and um, oh uh, Lee uh, Dundal it's I think it's maybe it's not no it's doctors. Oh, geez. You know, there's so many of them out there now. Good places. Do your research. I'm sorry I'm failing you as a researcher because it's just like there's so many different things videos, that are right. happening out there, you know? Um, yeah. And uh, it's just uh, when you see that there is a absolute cure, there is no reason for these emergency drugs, period. And the question is is well, authorized and approved. They They've got authorization to use them in an emergency environment, but they don't have approval. And yet, in the mainstream media, they hey, my RN sister said to me, why won't you take a drug that's been approved by the FDA? I said, because it's not yeah. been approved. It's been authorized, not approved. But right. she didn't know yeah. that. hmm You know? So.
1: Yeah, well, you know, there's... Um... I mean, we just see it over and over again. I mean, you know, the the cognitive dissonance where people do not want to know. I mean, one of my brothers, I've got seven. So if any of you are listening, which I know you're not, my brothers, figure out which one of you I'm talking about. Absolutely does not want to know. He knows it's real. He knows that I am of sound mind and body and that I have brought out truths and evidence before that he respects and trusts. And, you know, he once called me up. He said, hey, I just got off the phone with Sarah. I'm freaking out here. You got to tell me that what she's telling me isn't true. Please, please tell me, Michael, that what our sister is telling me isn't true. This can't be true. And I had to say, uh, well, Mark, I remember what it was like to wish that it wasn't true. I remember what it was like to resist and fight against this being true. But okay, here's fact one, fact two, fact three, fact four. Here's what turned it for me. Here's why I happen to know it to be true. You know, and I got about three minutes into this. And my brother says, uh, you know, wait, I got it. I'm going to have to call you back. I got to go. I, I'll catch you later. <laughs> right. End of frickin story. And this is from a really intelligent, sensitive guy in a, uh, you know, democratic, liberal city, which shall remain nameless. And, uh, you know, this is how bad it is. And which is just, just it's an absolute I'm not going there. I can't afford to have my whole worldview shaken up as something that I'm terribly afraid and in fact I even really know is true. I just can't go there. I'm just coping.
0: Yeah, my, one, well, of my, one of my sisters said to me, "I know what you're telling me is true, but I'm going to be the ostrich and keep my head in the sand." at least she understood yeah. she understood herself.
1: Yeah yeah, I'm going to be an ostrich, Keep my head in the sand. guess what? You suffocate with your head in the sand. You know, and you're going to suffocate sooner or later with what's coming down. Either, you know, your, your spirit, your soul, your body, your, your lungs, your freedoms for sure. Well, we're coming up on the end here. And um, so I just want to say, you know, um, a salute to the guts of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and everybody else out there, you know, who is um, putting it on the line for our, our freedoms and the health of our children. And, um, you know, and it really is a, a spiritual war. There, there are actually circumstances that for which the word war is appropriate. It's an information war. God help us let it be a nonviolent war. That's what we're all about here, just sharing the truth. And the light is winning and will win. And there is an inner light network out there. And uh, just we got to do all of our own part locally, you know, where we are. Wake up those folks who you think might have a chance of waking up and, you know, commune with with God in whatever way is right for you, because this is sacred activism at its highest is, is what's going on right now. The stakes could not be higher. And, you know, we're not. It's not like the 11th hour is coming. This is the 11th hour. It's like five minutes to midnight is basically where we are. So you got a, a last good word, Captain Hopkins?
0: Yeah, we can we can win this. This is this is because we know it now. I went into a thing about World War Two. They thought they won the war. They didn't realize who the enemy is. We damn well know who the enemy is. It's the CIA. <laughs> yeah, the CIA is just
1: a puppet, you know. From the
0: yeah, uh, you know, we found the enemy. It's us. All right. Well, yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's. <laughs> corporate usa not not the people of america anyway god bless us everyone everybody uh, radio 5g is a joint production of cosmic reality radio and the sacred academy of geoenergetics thanks everybody for listening god bless we'll see you next time
0: you've been listening to radio 5g a production of cosmicreality.com thank you for listening